Ramel. Yo, it's good. You're on the Graceful Cowboy Podcast. <laughs> hey, happy to be here. Hey guys, welcome to the Graceful Cowboy Podcast. Today is Friday, October 27th, and our um, guest today is Ramel, or you know, others might know him as Romy Rome, right? Yeah, Romy Rome, Rome, homeboy Rome. I usually just go by Rome now. So tell the listener about yourself. Uh, well, I'm currently on a very spiritual journey into the self. Um, I'm a sound healer. I use Tibetan singing bowls to offer sacred sound to those who need the that vibration of healing. Um, I am an ambassador of time. I am studying the law of time and cosmic history. And I basically stand for the calendar change for peace movement. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm just here playing my part. I hear you, man. So uh, with the sound healing, like what, what have you been up to with that? Um, well, yeah, I, uh, how that journey began, um, it began through synchronicity and I was synchronized with a healer who, you know, I would receive one-on-one sessions from and it really like activated me on subtle levels that I wasn't really aware of. And so, you know, I would continue to receive one-on-one sessions. How the session works, it's like, I don't know if you're familiar, if everyone's familiar with the Tibetan singing bowls, but it's a, it's a healing instrument. It's a very sacred healing instrument that pr- produces a sacred, rich sound vibration. And... In reality, everything is sound, everything is energy, everything vibrates, and sound is vibration. So the sound from these bowls are indeed very powerful and have the ability to go through us into our mental body, our emotional body, our physical body. So, you know, I would receive this. It it greatly activated and transformed me and on New Year's Eve of last year, I went to a sound bath. This is like a group setting of sound healing. And right. um, I, I, it was a cosmic rendezvous that occurred where I synchronized with my twin soul. And Who is your twin soul? What, what was your twin soul? Well, the, the twin soul... It's a term not to be confused with soulmate. Oh, um, okay. Right? And it's yeah, I not it was like a person. Twin, well, it is a person. But like I said, it's not to, not to be confused with soulmate or twin flame. But the twin soul is a, it's like a, when you come into existence, you, you're, it's like the soul splits into two. 
and you know you become either a male or a female and the male or female is endowed with both male and female energies but yeah my twin soul is like the other half of my soul um and i met her i rendezvoused with her on cosmic well on cosmic earth that's what i refer to as new year's eve it was uh how do you, how do you know she's your twin uh so um well it was very clear um you know right when like once we met um we discovered very quickly there was a lot of energy around it when we first spoke uh we found that we had the same birthday first of all um not the same year but the same birthday when is and your birthday my birthday is february 18th wow okay yeah aquarius um and you know we later found that we have the same birthmark um and it was just all these things all these synchronicities that um you know i'd have to really go into in order to relay the just how you know profound it was right and you know for you to really get it but um, so you so you met your twin soul and yeah. you you rendezvoused and then you learned about the power of sound to heal exactly yeah we it was funny because we we met at a sound bath and then we so, we pretty so, much both so just, went on just for the listener just for the listener a sound bowl there there are these like they look bronze i think they're like these bronze colored um bowls and i feel like they're uh made of iron or something and then and then there's the stick and when you hit the bowl with the stick it makes like a really like a ohm sound and and it vibrates it's like a tuning fork exactly it's like a tuning fork if you guys have ever seen a tuning fork before you hit it and then it kind of just vibrates and makes this sound um right the, the, the tibetan the, uh, bronze bowls are the, the same idea it's, it's very similar same same idea but definitely you know there's a difference um and but yeah that's the general uh direction of it um they're they're made out of particularly iron and copper and tin um that that's for the himalayan bowls but a lot of people may be familiar there are are crystal bowls as well that are becoming really popular right now but i primarily work with the the himalayan bowls those are the bronze ones you mentioned so so like how so like with the with the sound bats is it like mm-hmm. it, for me it sounds like someone getting into like a huge bowl and you just like tapping <laughs> on it or something so is it is it well, sort of like an event or yeah it is it is an event um you know going going in is the new going out uh and you know what that means is it's it's it kind of is like a journey where you're going into yourself you're going within um how it works how it looks is uh it's most likely going to look like a room in a, yo- a yoga studio 
20 people, let's say, all laying down on yoga mats or blankets, whatever. And it's generally an hour or two hours where the, the sound practitioners or healers are playing the bowls. Um, it's usually not on the body in a group setting, but uh, yeah, the vibration from the bowls wherever they're being played goes out and it, it really just takes the participants to a very deep meditative state. You know, where and in that state, your inner healing mechanism activates. Okay, so you're saying that there's a mechanism inside of us that just heals on its own. Yeah, I'm saying. I believe that. that. Yeah, our our body is a miracle, really, and it has the ability to heal itself. You know you what know, I've been it's, doing? It's, what, what? I wake I wake up now early, and I go outside uh-huh. and I just smell the morning air. Yeah, there is something That's... about it. I mean, I've read about it, but I've I've never it's really powerful. tried it. I wake yeah. up and and in the morning there's this feeling of just it's mm. crispier. It's more beautiful. It's I don't know. <laughs> it's just yeah, very no, I, beautiful. I agree. That's a very very. Uh, a very important thing to do you know especially in this time um not it's very funny because you know going into nature now and living in this natural kind of way has become almost unnatural for us right you now yeah so let me ask you how exactly do these sound bowls heal your body? Like, what exactly is it doing to our bodies that once, you know, maybe you play the bowl or, or you place the mm. bowl over someone's head or body part or something, mm. you hit it. How exactly right. is it healing someone? Well, that's the, that's the power of the vibration. Um, and that's why it's very key to have a high-quality bowl so the sound vibrations from these bowls being so sacred and pure and rich, um, it has the power to travel through us because sound is more than what you hear. It's a vibration. And being that sound travels through water, like water acts like a conductor for sound. Right. In the, exactly. in the way that metal conducts in the way that metal conducts electricity water conducts sound right Mm -hmm. and our bodies our miracle bodies are made mostly of water 75% water ah okay uh huh so in in let's say a a one on one session the bowls are placed around you they could be placed on your body in key points um, and there are also, like you said, there is a bowl, you know, like big meridian bowls where the person can stand in it and literally the vibrations just go through you and they know where to go. You know, and I have two thoughts that... about this. Uh-huh. Two thoughts about this. One <laughs> thought, one thought is I've heard that we have meridian points in our bodies, like little points that yeah. are called chakras. And yes. Uh, for the people who don't know what chakras are, each body part, like, you know, your your 
you know, near your groin and your stomach and your head. It has a different color attached to it and a different sound vibration attached to it. And I feel like these mm-hmm. these bowls, what they do is just, it's like a tuning. It's like when you're tuning a guitar. And then exactly, once, once exactly. you tune the guitar right, you're getting all it. The, the body parts right, you, you the guitar sounds better and it just does yeah. everything better. And another thought yeah. I had when you said <laughs> uh-huh. when, when you said put a person inside the bowl, I know that mm-hmm. in I know in ancient times, um, people used to heal people who were sick or who were just like they, they were just consumed by bad spirits or they were just a bad person. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is true, but I I heard you know. Uh, yeah. That that people in the village or, or some people nearby would put this person in the middle of a circle and shun the spirits away, or like bang a drum or something, or play really loud music so that right, you know, right, the right. bad spirits would like leave. a shamanic circle. Yeah. Yeah, and just like tell the bad spirits to leave, or like play loud. Yeah. You know, thing or, or drum. Uh huh. You're totally right. I mean, that's still done today. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but that what you said—the first uh, thought that you had—that's that's it exactly. The the human is is like we're made of sound. We are sound, and what you're basically doing is tuning yourself back into harmony. Because when you become sick, it's a disease, and it's there's something that went wrong—a disc a. a lack of communication within the body you know it's out of sync it's out of harmony so the sound basically removes those blockages removes the the toxins and it brings the body the physical body the mental body the emotional body back into harmony and harmony is is wisdom so leading into this this whole topic of sound, what do you feel about mm-hmm. meditation? Do you do meditation or do you meditate yeah. sometimes or what's what's the whole thing with meditation? Well, it's funny because I was I was meditating before you called. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing for me, my personal journey as far as pertaining to meditation. Um, you know, I'm I'm all about it. I was always a supporter of it, but I never really, you know, dove into meditating as a practice. Huh. Um, and only recently, you know, I guess in becoming a sound healer and and you know all these different transformations that I'm going through. Uh, I've begun to develop that practice of meditation. So what I do is very simply, you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It's, you know, 13 minutes in the Hmm. morning or at some point in the day. 13 minutes, you just sit, you know, uh, you don't have to sit in like a lotus position. You can sit on a chair, You, you straighten your spine palms on your knees and you simply sit and observe your mind Mm. right it's that simple you observe your mind because meditation right now is very key because 
in this in in our current the digital society. Age. Yeah. Yeah, in the cybersphere, the technosphere that we're living in, we're constantly bombarded from like the moment we we wake up to the moment we go to sleep with with all of this stimulus, all of this information, you know, all these images constantly right, right. bombarding our mind and it, it's so right. gotten to the point it's gotten to the point where we don't even know our mind and we we don't have control over it so the meditation right now is really just to clear the mind and 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 know the mind you know that's very interesting that's exactly why i had you on board to this podcast today <laughs> because i yesterday's podcast was about depression and uh, I feel like uh-huh. I feel like nowadays with this digital age, I'm not against digital. I love I am on my phone hey. all the time, but <laughs> I'm on yeah. my phone. I'm on my phone and I filter what I see. I, I'm aware right. of what I see instead of having right. what I see just jump into my mind and just, you know, creating like a virus there. I know right. that mm-hmm. I know that I don't need big cars or a big house or watches or lots of women I, I know myself a little bit more that's why I'm allowed to use the phone um, and I feel like people who don't meditate people who don't heal themselves first I feel like they, they jump into social media with just like an open mind and just you know with let without armor and I feel like what it does is it, it just makes people feel so bad about themselves right and you know you find people they jump into these you know social networks and they it's it's because they they want to create their identity on there and be someone but they haven't found themselves so it's like you're giving all your input your opinions on this and that and it's causing all this ruckus you know and it's because you didn't take the time to first know your mind and know yourself you know you got involved and you got moved by all these all these things that are going through your mind that haven't been sorted so yeah it's very key and if Romy Rome could go on a podcast and and someone could listen to this I think it would help Mm -hmm. a lot of boys a lot of 15 16 17 18 19 21 year old boys (laughs) yeah man you know and honestly I I've been seeing I've just been like you know in my self-reflective uh, you know existence these days and and seeing the youth and the way that they they operate the way that they are you know living and it's like slow down slow down just you know be present there it's like we aren't fully present with ourselves and operating authentically. Let me let know, me throw so. you a curveball. <laughs> when you yeah, see when you when you see the word graceful cowboy, what does it mean to you? <laughs> graceful cowboy. If you've never if you've never heard the term before and you're just now yeah. hearing it, what does it mean uh-huh. to you? Yeah, I've never heard the term. Um, so graceful cowboy. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of like a. It it signifies balance for me, you mm-hmm. know, because 
a cowboy can, you know, sometimes be wild or, or you know, untamed, you know, right, right. free yeah. in the wild. And so graceful kind of balances that out. And it, it yeah, it, it, I'd say it signifies balance. And it's, it's kind of, it, to me, if I think about it as an archetypal kind of thing, Mm-hmm. I'd say that the, the graceful cowboy is like a living work of art. Would you believe me if I said you're a graceful cowboy? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I'd be open to it. <laughs> I, only, I only interview graceful cowboys. Hey, whoa. Because you are <laughs> not on your horse, but I see you on your fixed gear bike sometimes or your skateboard <laughs> and you have your headphones yeah. in and you're just going yeah. about your life crazily, wildly and but you're what you're doing is you're still remaining intact uh, mentally and emotionally and you and you are a cowboy and you go through hardships <laughs> and Tell me, tell me some hardships you've been trying to overcome or what's, what's hard. Like when you're alone and you're just like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, what is this thing? Like, what are some of the yeah. hardships you're going through right now? Um, yeah, it, it might help. That. It might help the listeners. So, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I agree with that. Um, sharing is very powerful. Um, yeah, I'd say as of recently, some of the struggle that I'm experiencing is like, you know, I, I live and as an artist and a healer and I have a vision for, you know, for myself, but for the world and how we're evolving and how we can transform the current present moment. So the struggle that I have is like, I guess just, uh, you know, there there will be moments of doubt. You know, doubting myself, yep. doubting yep. whether people want to hear this, what I have to offer, whether people, you know, really care, and or even just like doubt whether I can do it, whether the things that I create are really true, if they're really you know valuable to the people and things like that you know just self-doubt and and the lower emotions of like you know that 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 all the emotions i'd say that can be a struggle i hear you and it's and yeah you know i let me sympathize with you i um (laughs) so I, i was driving to the airport and you know this lady just kept screaming at me because they, they're supposed to like scream at you for like drill sergeants so you you don't park at the um passenger right, pickup right. yeah yeah that's that's um, brutal yeah you know? <laughs> and she was like i felt like i was in the army and i cursed her out and <laughs> oh she was like God. why are you cursing me out and i was like yeah i just kept cursing her out and i didn't i didn't know and i was just i fed into anger and then this other guy too at 86th Street. I think he looked at me the wrong way, and then I was just like, "What's up?" And then he was just like, "What's up?" And then we just like started cursing at each other, and then it was just crazy. <laughs> and then I just I keep feeding into this anger, and what I've been learning 
this week in the past two weeks is just giving myself space away from that anger, away from that horrible person that I could become. Um, and I feel like another thing is another hardship I'm going through is just like you. Sometimes I don't believe that what I'm doing is right. You know, like this, yeah. I, I started Graceful Cowboy maybe like uh, a few months ago, but I haven't really put out content until the, the last uh, five weeks or so. So uh-huh. I've been consistent with it, but I mean, I, I, I when I was younger, I remember I used to think about the viewership, like how many people are listening, how many views I got. But now right. I feel like I feel like it's just patience. I feel like. I know what I'm doing is right, and I know the yeah, end. Yeah. I know the end consumer might be a 15-year-old boy like me when I was 15, <laughs> going through hardships. And and if I can help this one person in high school or in college or even older, I don't know. But if I can help this person and and tell him what you know R- Romy Rome is going through, and you know he's 25 and like he's still going through this hardship stuff and then you know me being also 25 and a cowboy like these cowboys have problems and and how do they deal with it and if I can help that one boy or that one girl or something you know then that's the reason I'm doing it yeah you know that's it and it's just gonna be a matter of time it's not gonna be one year two years three when yeah. it's all said and done when it's all said and done Ramel and I have and I have 10 years of work, 15 years of work, just like this, me and you, what we're doing right now, and everyone kind of starts to notice, it's gonna Mm -hmm. be like, dude, this hasn't been overnight. It's been 15, 20, 30 years, like. Exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah, we're going through our, 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 you know, our time in the dark where people aren't seeing us, but, once we once we're finally realized you know by the masses that's our our time in the light but they don't know about the the time in the dark where right. we were doing the groundwork you know planting the seeds yeah yeah i feel you on the patience though that's that's i think that's the main struggle for me like it's when i don't have the patience you know when i'm like like you you know i'm starting my business and you know, not receiving, you know, what I would expect. Um, that's when the emotions of like self-doubt and what am I doing or what's, what am I doing wrong and this and that, that's when it comes up. So it's like, it's just, uh, I think you it's know, about, you know, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think, you know, <laughs> answering, answering my own questions. Sometimes when I feel like, oh, why aren't I? And, or why isn't, or Sam, you know, <laughs> I could just I could just yeah. be putting in more work and that's it I, you know instead of saying oh like yeah you know why aren't I this or what mm-hmm. like, oh go out and meet another person or go out and do another thing it's like you know right yeah yeah you know what I think I, you should I, do uh-huh I think well, you what should, should I do <laughs> I think you should I think what you're doing is great with um going to like yoga studios because that's where your people are and yeah. you know introducing the sound healing um try going to manhattan i think a lot of those people need sound healing and um i feel right. like if you can yeah. i feel like if you can offer your service for free uh for at least like 
the first year or so of your thing and then kind of like start going up from there. I think it can really get people to um, be more aware. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll definitely yeah, totally. consider it. I, I definitely agree, you know, people in the city need to just chill out and relax and follow totally. the sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so, so what are some of the, who are some of your role models? Role models, huh? Um, let's see. Well, you know, I started before the sound healing. I was I was primarily focused on on music as a you know like a conscious communicator uh and in those times and even now still because i still do that i'm just uh recreating the vision i'd say my my two main artists two main idols uh as far as music would be Any. capital c's uh-huh capital c's and uh asher ross asher paul ross wow i would have never yeah that's so interesting. Why? Um, why Asher Ross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, people definitely sleep on him, you know, because he was presented into the mainstream as this, you know, I love college. College kid, act. yeah. Yeah, you know, just, you know, I love drinking, partying, whatever. That was, that was one song that he made having fun, and... I think that if people would take the time to listen to his his work, his you know full body of work, you'll see that this guy is he's oh I did he's I he's, did he's like I mean he's just a real human being you know so mm-hmm. genuine and I really just love that you know I, I definitely look forward to synchronizing with him and you know just sharing space and creating. That's interesting. Yeah. And- I had I, I was talking about Capital C's Jamal yesterday on the uh, Depression <laughs> podcast, mm-hmm. and um, very interesting that that guy, man, my best friend, still yeah. you know uh, yeah. inspires me to this day. Actually, so. before I called you, I was just thinking about him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh huh. And every time, every time I hear something like uh, someone's podcast or someone's speech about like following you know your heart first and then your mind like it's always the feet the heart and the mind i heard something someone saying it about yesterday or something it's like oh i gotta look at where my feet is because you know that's where i can make the change but then it's my heart and then my mind you know so when i think of like when i think of like heart and mind i think of four and seven like the fourth and the seventh chakra yeah, 47. It just always reminds me of uh, Capital C. The synchronicities, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, he, he inspired me and made a great impact on me before I even was graced by his music, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, how much, do you, love, how do you much feel, love to him. How do you feel about uh, Jim Carrey? Like, there's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I haven't, I, I haven't like really, you know, paid a lot of attention to it, but I know that he's like on this, you know, whole spiritual journey now. 
and um, I love it. You know, I really do love it because people are looking at him less right now. Like, is this guy okay or this and that? But it's right. like he's really just being authentic and true. And you know, I think his whole career in life before this shift was all part of it as well. You know, now he's just like really maturing into into something else, and I love it. Yeah. Well, I feel like he's really yeah the yeah. Co- the co- the comic the comedian is always the smart person. Like I feel like comedians are yeah. always so sad and depressed, and and you know they're mm. they, they they commit a lot of suicide. They're really smart people that have to play dumb for such a a, a bland yeah. world. And right. uh, I feel like what he's doing I'd say is art amazing. In general. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we we bleed for everyone to see to to judge us. Uh, yeah, and I feel like Jim Carrey. I feel like he's such a voice for for all of us, and I feel like he's connecting the people who used to watch Dumb and Dumber one and two and all his crazy, mm. you know, Ace Ventura movies. And right. you know, some average Joe is on his couch looking at E News, saying, "Oh my gosh, Jim Carrey's lost his mind." But what's he really saying? <laughs> and then maybe right. that just goes into his mind and it, it starts, you know? Right. Yeah. One of the craziest, I mean, one of the craziest signs that I know the shift is coming, is that my dad. You know, I had dinner with him last night, and the reason I knew the shift was coming was because my dad is like almost like one of the most average Joe guys. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what he said last night? <laughs> what did he say? He told my little sister that she should eat more fish and vegetables because it it keeps you calm. It keeps you calm, and then when oh you God. eat when you eat beef when you eat beef and pork, it makes you very hot-headed and angry. <laughs> that yeah. he said that, yeah. and I told I, I was just blown away because you know I'm <laughs> on my I'm on my spiritual journey. Like I know about chakras and meditation and stuff like that, but you know my parents never knew about that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah. It was I it was always it. like oh oh what, what's Kevin doing with the meditation and everything? What is that stupid ruckus? You know, and the eating vegetables right. and stuff. I can totally then, relate. And then it's like he comes out of nowhere, left field, and says pork and <laughs> and beef is bad. I've been waiting ten years for him to say that. You know, yeah. but he never <laughs> agreed. He never. It, it was never no. Like you don't. Yeah. If you don't want to eat pork, if you don't want to eat beef, get out my house. But. Now it's right. like the shift of like where is this information coming from? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen. You said that this is how you know the shift is coming. The shift is is right now. The shift is happening. The shift has been happening. You know, it's happening in each individual at you know throughout this moment and and past moments, and yeah. that's causing the collective shift to happen slowly and. It's it is it's happening, and I think that you know it took him the ten years, but what he might not notice is you, you like anchoring that into the home, you know, in yourself, your own practice. Even though he wasn't open to it, you were affecting him subliminally, right? His, like unconscious, you know. That's crazy. And it, it affect, we affect people's consciousness in that way, whether they're open to it or not. It still goes to their their unconscious. It still affects them subliminally. So that's let me ask you uh, this. That's part of yeah. 
Um, I I feel like I don't know if I'm like crazy or something, but the lines now are blurred. Like like so switching the the subject. Uh, so uh-huh. you know I you know I know you rap and I know you uh, do meditation healing and I know you skate. I know you bike. You're a skater. You're a biker. Um, and I know you love tea and you love these things and 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 you're such a you're such a complex human being, Ramel. And I want to say I want to say thank you. And one, I want to say that I'm also a complex human being, and I used to also rap and dance and skate and yeah, draw yeah, and and, yeah, and I, I and I, and I totally write and, and I write <laughs> uh, articles. I I, I um. Yeah, I'm funny. I I I, used to, I I think I'm thinking about making movies and stuff. Do you think a right. renaissance? Do you think a renaissance is coming and where no one is what they are anymore? Like no one's like they they don't have titles such as like actor, writer, and everyone just does everything. Um, hmm, a renaissance. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I wouldn't refer to it as that. I think it's what's happening is evolution, and. I think that everyone is discovering that they're an artist, and that encompasses all of those things. You know, we're all just artists. We all create the things that we see in this reality. We all created it. You know,、yeah. whether we're being a comedian, whether we're we're making music, whether we're even if I'm doing sound healing, it's it's all art. It's all living. As a work of art, so I feel I like a renaissance is coming. It's it's crazy <laughs> as as crazy as it sounds. I feel like there's a renaissance coming, and where what does that mean though? What I mean, what does that it means, exactly? Mean? Th- this is what it exactly means. This is、uh, what it means. It means it means when Ramel or when、uh, Kevin Wynn comes out and does the Graceful Cowboy podcast. And is still going to college for his mom, and is doing some drawing on the side, and is making movies. It, it inspires the 15-year-old kid that's like, oh, like I want to make movies, but I don't want to be called an actor because I also like to draw and I also like to dance and sing and make pottery. Like I don't want to be called、yeah. that, but but I just kind of want to do things. And and I feel like when you do that, you just create a body of work that's all over the place. And then you become、uh-huh. a name, like you know,、uh, like Leonardo da Vinci or M- Michelangelo, you know, or Pablo Picasso. You know, he, yeah, he only painted. But the new Renaissance is you're not only a painter, but you're also a movie star, and you're also a writer, and you're also a dancer. And it's like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like there are going to be some huge names. There are going to be some huge names, but I feel like everyone could win, and I feel like. Absolutely. No one's no one's gonna be against each other anymore because there's just so、exactly. much room to grow. Right now, it's all about、uh, cooperating with each other, and that's like what could, I think will be the key. Like in rap, if we can, if we can, as artists, you know, people doing all these different creative things, yeah, do it together, you know, for like a, you know, like a collective kind of,、uh, you know,、uh, goal or. Intention—that's what is really going to cause shifts to occur when we're doing it together. When it's not about the the individual, but it's about what 
you can what you can channel and and allow to come through you as an individual to to feed the the collective group you know yep so interesting yeah yeah i mean i i just i didn't like really think about it as renaissance because you know that's something that has occurred in our past right um what i see is happening now i like i was saying i i'm in a very extensive study of cosmic history and what i found is that we're going through we're going to be going through an evolutionary shift to the next level to the noosphere right that's that's what it's all about right it's so interesting man <laughs> yeah it's like I, i don't i'm just saying renaissance because i don't know what other word there is for it but mm-hmm. the shift into this new like the fact that you know we're going to transcend be, yeah the fact that the fact that you know uh i can be um a writer and do um some dancing or singing or video work and another person could be doing the same thing but he could be a writer and a rapper and like a person making teapots you know what i mean we're doing the same yeah. thing we're doing we could be doing the same thing but we're not against each other exactly yeah you know yeah, there's there's I mean, no we, there's no i'm a better whatever than you there's your yeah, your joe your joe and that's danny <laughs> and i'm kevin and you're romel and we're all thriving together there's no i'm better than you or you're better than me it's just every that's the renaissance right yeah that's the shift Just the shit, man. That's it. That's the uh awakening. We each have a an endless supply of creative uh power that we can tap into at any moment. So, that's I think that's what's really happening more and more and that's what is allowing us to, you know, be multi artists in that and- sense. Yeah. And I I feel like just just to, for all of you listeners who are in college or who are working currently like a 9 to 5 job, it doesn't mean you can't mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can't like um be in this whole movement or, or you know be a part of this shift or growth. Right. It's yeah. it's just accepting the fact that you have to go to school like me I had to go to college for my mom and then right you know I have to go to work which I'm I'm going to go to work from like 9 to 5 but then from like the time that I get off of work I'll be working on my stuff and yeah um, even if it's 30 it's, minutes a day right i mean the key is to just like not fall into the idea that that's all there is you know don't yeah. lose your creativity in the process don't think that you have to do it in a year or six months you know if you do if you do your artwork or your creativity thing for an hour a day that's seven yeah. hours a week and yeah. over and over 20 years that compounds and you actually make something really cool if you care enough about it mm-hmm. and if you mm-hmm. if you don't know what to do creatively you know a lot of people uh think that you know they're not an artist they don't have this creativity in them you know it really just starts 
like that's where the meditation comes in you know just starting to to tune into yourself you know know yourself first yeah that's if you're going to school you're not trying to focus on creativity right now that's fine but like know yourself know your mind and you know be aware and be self-reflective Oh my God, I feel like the listeners, whoever's listening, is going to get so much out of this. Yo. Like, if, if, I, if I ran into this podcast when I was 15, 16, oh my man. God, would oh, my life man. have changed. I would have loved this. Oh my God. But we, we, we had spirit science. <laughs> We had we did. That was our, we did. Yo, that was it. That's what Man, got us here. <laughs> that's what got us here. Jamal Capitalist yeah. was talking about it. He put me on. Yeah. He put me on, science. bro. We were like, oh my I, god, I can't believe it. Like we were waiting for the next episode. Like, yo, next episode's coming out next week. I like, know. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Spirit science, man. Spirit science on YouTube. If you guys haven't listened yet, it's it's like a series on YouTube, and they tell you everything you need to know about sound and meditation and all that good spirituality and yeah, reality. But it's (laughs) it's explained through science, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's explained very like you know rudimentary, rudimentarily. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, Ramel, before I close this up, a few words of advice for the Cowboys out there. Yeah, for the Cowboys out there, um, you know, stay graceful. Know that all we have in this life is time. That's our life. It's just time. So time isn't money. Time is art. Time is, is, you know, who you are and what you bring out of you and what you create. So time is art know thyself and think stay synchronized <laughs> stay synchronized my friends all right yeah. Romy rome uh yeah yeah wonderful you. having you i'm honored to be on the graceful cowboy honored to be called a graceful cowboy too and <laughs> you'll be on it again um hey thank you yeah. man we gotta link up um you gotta you gotta have a session with these bowls I, I think you're really going to love it. As soon as yeah. tomorrow. Or, I don't know, um, <laughs> uh, Tuesday. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, Anytime. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Many thanks. You got it, man. I'll All see right, you. Be well. Be seeing Later. you.